President Obama charged the National Institute of Standards and Technology with coordinating the development of a cybersecurity framework that operators of the nation's critical infrastructure can voluntarily adopt. NIST has issued its first draft of the framework, and to talk about it, I'm pleased to be joined by Adam Sedgwick, the NIST Senior Information Technology Policy Advisor, who's leading the initiative that's creating the framework. Welcome, Adam. Thanks for having me today, Eric. Please take a few moments to summarize the main themes of the framework draft. We posted what we call the draft outline of the preliminary cybersecurity framework. What we're presenting out is a very high level with a lot of gaps identified, and our work going forward is really to start filling in a lot of those gaps with our partners in industry and through the workshops that we're having throughout the country. The basic approach that we've taken throughout this process is to have this sort of collaborative approach, similar to what NIST has done in a lot of other projects. We ask questions out, we get information in, we do some technical analysis, and then we present it back out to say, does this reflect where we are, where, where the critical infrastructure sectors are, and are we building something that, that can be used throughout industry? So going back to the president's executive order in February, at that point, we released a request for information, and then we asked some questions in a couple of key different areas. We asked, how do organizations think about cybersecurity risk? What are the standards, guidelines, and methodologies they use to support that, the existing standards? And then we asked some sort of tactical questions on particular things that we thought might, might apply to industries of, of all sizes and sectors. We put that out to see what we would get. We did some meeting with stakeholders among the sectors, and we got back 245. And then our process was to take those comments and do some analysis. We presented out then sort of a high-level analysis of those elements that we thought that, that we found sort of some consensus in among those diverse responses, which ranged from a few paragraphs on particular topics to robust analysis that went on for, you know, tens or I think a couple of cases over 100 pages on, on all things that were important to cybersecurity. We've presented that analysis out. We said, this is what seems to be priority. These are a couple of things that we, we seem to keep on hearing. We took that to our workshop that we had at the end of May in, in the Carnegie Mellon hosted in Pittsburgh. We validated that. We sort of validated our initial set of standards, guidelines, and practices. We took that and we did some more analysis. And what we really are we're presenting, you consider sort of the frame of the framework. What that presents is kind of a, a user's guide, a how-to. We presented sort of these five major cybersecurity functions that we think can apply to these uh, diverse organizations. And then we actually presented something that we called the compendium which is the, the list of informative references, those existing standards, guidelines, and practices that we received. Preparing to go to San Diego, and that's where we'll be sort of fleshing out and filling in some of those gap areas that we address in, in the outline and the material we presented last week. Let's talk about some of those gap areas. One that you noticed in the draft outline uh, dealt with establishing privacy and civil liberty standards, guidelines, and practices. What's the challenge in establishing those standards, guidelines, and practices for privacy and civil liberties. We have a couple challenges in that area. We identified that as an area where it's clearly spelled out in the president's executive order. It's, it's clearly very much a priority. And it's something that throughout the comments we, we heard reflected back that organizations felt like it was very important for the framework to address. But we have some more work to do to look at those sort of underlying standards and guidelines that can support that. People know that for our work under FISMA for the federal agencies, we tackled that problem by adding what we call Appendix J to uh, 853, the, the set of controls that Ron Ross and his thing to do that, that shows some of the technical underpinnings of things like for privacy. We're going into 
to San Diego, we're going to have some targeted sessions uh, on the privacy topic to get that additional information that then we'll present out for validation. Some of the challenges are, are both to make decisions on the security side that are beneficial to privacy. There are also some sort of unique privacy needs that we'll identify through this process for the sec- for some of the critical infrastructure sectors as well. Certainly, when NIST did the, the work under the smart grid, we identified pretty early on that there was additional privacy concerns that needed to be taken into consideration when that framework was being developed. So we want to have really a robust conversation around those things as we're, we're building this out going forward. When you talk about present out for validation, what do you mean by that? So every stage along the way, what we're trying to do is have this open and, and transparent conversation, right? That's why we're, we're putting so much material on our website. You know, the executive order asks that we present out, have the preliminary framework done within 240 days, which puts it right about mid-October, and we'll put it, that out for a public comment period as well. The draft outline of the framework does not include what NIST characterizes helpful metrics for organizations to determine their cybersecurity effectiveness. How are the drafters of the framework going to identify those metrics? So metrics is another tough topic that we're identifying as a gap, and I think people that work in the cybersecurity field know that it's very difficult overall. So that's a topic that we've taken to the workshops and will continue to do. One thing that we've thought about metrics is also we introduced this topic of um, what we're calling framework implementation levels, which is really meant to show that how organizations can sort of grow when they think about cybersecurity risk and realizing that that part of the challenge here is looking at a flexible approach. I mean, that's, that's a word that's in the executive order. So we think that by introducing this concept out there, you might be able to get some of those concepts of metrics, but that's certainly something that we'll be asking throughout this process as well and that we've identified as a gap. We're speaking in early July, and as you mentioned, in a few days, NIST will be holding its third workshop on the cybersecurity framework in San Diego. What do you hope to come out of this workshop with? We hope that we're going to be able to flesh out this outline, and then we want to have a draft of the preliminary framework. So we hope that we'll be able to get enough material that we'll be able to flesh out this outline and some of the supporting material that when we go to our next workshop in September, we'll have a pretty robust draft that we can take and address some of the remaining gaps there so that we can leave that workshop in mid-September with something that we can put out for public comment in October. So we're hoping to have something really, really tangible coming out of uh, this workshop. So going forward, what do you see as your biggest challenges in getting it done by not only mid-October for the preliminary framework, but also the February deadline? I think the biggest challenge is making sure that we have the right audience participating and we're getting to those owners and operators. And that's one thing that we've really tried to push to make sure they're participating. This overall work will only be effective if if industry looks at this and it's something that that they see and it's meaningful to their organizations. That's the overall challenge here, particularly when we're dealing with very diverse sectors and diverse sorts of organizations. So we're hopeful that the material we present out, people will look at it, it'll make sense to them, it'll, it'll make sense in terms of how they think about cybersecurity risk management. So I think the biggest challenge that we'll face is that is really doing that outreach reach and making sure that we have those pieces that make sense to that to, to this wide and diverse community. And let's talk about the critical infrastructure owners who will not be required to adopt this cybersecurity framework. Uh, what kind of reception have you received from these infrastructure owners and do you expect most of them to adopt it when it's issued? 
We're optimistic that people will look at this and see tools that they use. We've, we've had some really good outreach, and we've had some really great uh, participation at our workshops, and we're, and we're hoping that will continue. If you really think of the three overall goals that we keep on returning back to, it's uh, identifying those standards, guidelines, practices, and frameworks that are out there, kind of elevating the uses of those that are proven to be effective, and then identifying those gap areas that we need to work together as a community to address. So because of that, I think this is sort of an ongoing project. I think a lot of those folks have taken a look at this and seen the things that they rely on, and I think it'll, it will very quickly help us identify those gaps that we need to work on. We're optimistic in terms of the feedback that we've gotten in and, and really the robust participation that we have at our workshops. You know, we underline work. Really, people come in and, and really we, they leave exhausted, and, and I think that will continue throughout this process. Well, thanks, Adam. Thanks, Eric. I've been speaking with this Senior Information Technology Policy Advisor, Adam Sedgwick, about the Cybersecurity Framework. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.